This is Do Good and Do Well with me, Sarah Fox, the podcast where we explore how you can help make positive change in the world without losing yourself. Hey, how are you today? How has your week been so far? I just want to say before I get onto this topic, I do have my dog in the office with me as I'm recording this episode. She looks so sweet and sleepy that I can't bear to move her. So if you hear some very strange noises in the background, it's likely to be her snoring. I just want to clarify that it is not me making those noises. I am awake and I am ready to talk about this idea of marketing without the ick. So whether that's marketing yourself or maybe it's a better way of framing it, marketing your freelance business. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple of the things that I think stop you and me from marketing. I ran a workshop on this recently, which by the way, smooth transition, you can buy, I will put the link in the show notes so you can watch the workshop and follow the exercises and models that I share. So if you'd like to do that, pop to the show notes. But anyway, I was running this workshop and someone brilliantly said, I can't say the word marketing or write the word marketing without putting quotes around it, which really resonated with me because in all of my marketing for that workshop, I have put quotes around the word marketing. And I just thought that was a brilliant, brilliant observation. So if you are also someone that feels that it's necessary to put quotes around marketing, then you are in the right place. But I want to ask you a question first, and it's this. How is not marketing serving you right now? So how is it helpful to you not to share what you do, share your services, tell people how you can help them, share your success, tell people how brilliant you are as an artist, as a project manager, as a consultant, talk about testimonials that people have given you. How is not sharing that, not marketing, serving you right now? How is it helpful? And I think the biggest reason, and this is the reason for why we don't do most things or why we do do most things, is that we're trying to keep ourselves safe. It is safer or it feels safer in many ways to hide in our cave and not to put ourselves out there. It is safer for you to keep that testimonial to yourself. Makes you feel good. You feel happy. But putting it out there, telling other people about it, feels unsafe. So the reason I want to highlight that is because with all of the, the stuff I, I do with people, what I invite you to do is hold your thoughts your beliefs, your behaviours, non-judgmentally. We have been conditioned to think certain ways. Our experiences when we were younger will impact how we feel. 
you know, it is not your fault that some of these things are the way they are. It is, though, your responsibility if you want to create a sustainable, a financially sustainable business that is having an impact. It's your responsibility to figure out what are the things that might be stopping you from reaching more people, from bringing in more income. So it's easier. There is comfort in us not sharing, even if there is a an impact that isn't useful to our business further on down the line. So there's lots of reasons why we believe what we believe about marketing. But I want to, in this episode, just share one particular one, which when I was talking about it, resonated with lots and lots of people and made a huge amount of sense to me as well. And that's something around the identity that we have for ourselves, the identity that we hold dear about who we are and what we stand for. And often when we think of people who are marketing, who are making money, we might think of people like the dad in Matilda, the dodgy car salesman. We might think of those people who are, and I'm sure you can name names, but those people who are hoarding billions of pounds and are using marketing to bring in that money to them. You might think of someone from The Apprentice, for example. You know, though I don't know if any of you watch it, but if you do, in the first episode, they often have those clips of people talking about, you know, how great they are and their views on business. And these narratives that we see, these these characters, let's call them, that we're seeing, they are exploitative. They might seem manipulating, self-centered. These people seem like they're driven by money. They're greedy. They're capitalists. They're hoarding all of this wealth and not sharing it for the greater good. So that's where some of this ick comes from, because when we think about the people who are successful, air quotes, at marketing, it feels a bit grim. And for the most part, the people who come into my world, who I work with, they stand for different things. They see themselves as someone who is benevolent, ethical, caring, driven by helping others, driven by the greater good. You see yourself as generous, as anti-capitalist, as charitable. So when you think about yourself as someone who's marketing, who's sharing their work, you don't want to be seen to be anything like those people who exploit and who are driven by money. So we lean back. You might lean back so far that you don't show up at all. You're not anywhere. You're not saying anything. You're not sharing anything for fear of being like them. And being like them makes you feel icky. So what we need to do is think about, find the people who share our values, who have an ability to share social proof in a way that feels good and useful 
and supportive of our values and supportive of the vision that we have for our business. I wanted to recommend a book to you. It's a book by Seth Godin and it's called This Is Marketing. And I really like the way he frames marketing. And in the book, he writes something that really resonated with me and helped me to reframe this idea of what it was to market my freelance business. And he said, when our ideas spread, we change culture. Now, the vision I have for my work, for example, is that I want more people to make a positive impact in the world, make a positive contribution, live into their purpose, lean into their values, and do it in a way where they're not sacrificing themselves, where they're not giving and giving and giving until they are completely depleted and burnt out. I want more people to have financially sustainable freelance businesses that are making impact. Now, if I know that, then it makes sense. It serves that vision for me to say, record this podcast or press submit on a blog post because it's helping the vision I have for my business. There is so much fear. I know that sometimes my finger hovers over that submit button or that, or that publish button, for example, and I reread the blog post. I re-listen to the podcast episode. I rewrite the social media post. I think it over and over and over because I fear getting it wrong somehow. You know, I really want to create a business that feels feminist and anti-capitalist and anti-ableist and all of the isms what I want to like kick out of my business. And because that is such a drive in me, I really fear getting it wrong. I fear harming others in what I have to say. I fear being boring. I fear being judged. I don't want people to judge me and think that I'm not good or I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not intelligent enough. I'm not, I don't know, whatever enough. I fear not being liked. And I imagine that some of those fears are true for you too. And what can we do about the fear? You know, if, if for identity, rather than looking to the people whose values don't make sense to us, we instead look at the people whose values do, what can we do about the fear? It's a very human thing. I think we need courage. I think we lean into our courage. And in the workshop that I ran, I talk about this and how we can develop that courage and why it's important. So if you are struggling to tell people about your work, if you are struggling to get new people in who might pay for your services or your artwork or whatever it is, and the reason why you're struggling is because it feels gross, 
makes you feel sick, the idea of it, then I hope this episode has gone some way to help you to understand why that might be. And if you want to go deeper and understand it even more, then as I say, do go and have a look at that workshop. It's priced at £30 at the moment, at the time of recording this, which I think is really, really good value. If that feels too much, if finances are too pressured right now, then send me an email and ask me for the discount code and you can get that workshop for £6. Let me know what you think. Let me know if that resonates. Let me know if you completely disagree with me. I'm a big girl. I can take it. I'll take it to my people who support me. Take very good care.